Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. You know what's so cool about you being a stoner, I have to say? You have such an amazing work ethic around it. First of all, let it be known here and first and foremost, I worked with Guillermo every single day almost for seven years straight. You have never come to work stoned. You would never. That's your worst nightmare. I can't. Like, it's your worst nightmare. It scares the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. I would never. But part of me wishes I could function at work and be be high. But there's no way. There's no way. I'm yeah, too so anxious. You've just I'm never too, crossed like, that yeah. line, but no, you are no, 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 someone that never. like when you come home from the work day. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like I'm going to smoke to yeah. like take the edge off and like whatever. But I feel like most people would get pretty muddy there. Yeah. And it's like just yeah. all And day. I know that there's some big actors like I know Eddie Murphy I've heard does it in Jack Nicholson. Like they're constantly stoned on set. Like huge. And, but I mean, isn't Harrison work- Ford? Harrison Ford too, but their work is stellar. You know what I mean? It doesn't affect their work. And that's a that's a special breed. I can't do that shit. <laughs> well, let it be a secret <laughs> But like I, I've never been fucked up. It's um I've never been <laughs> fucked up in scandal. Let, no, 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 no. The I just my memory went back yeah. to on scandal because I was the youngest of the series regulars. <laughs> um they used to give me the last shot of the night on a Friday and I would get called into work at 10 p.m. to shoot like at midnight and be wrapped by 2 a.m. And one time I was not drunk by any means, but I had a beer on my deck and then had to like drive to work. But I had a beer and I was like, 
completely fucking goody two shoe, like horrified that you I had like, done that. They're gonna know. Everyone's gonna know. I was just like, oh my yeah. god, how could I have had a fucking beer? First of all, it's a fucking beer. Like if you shoot in Europe or you shoot yeah. in England, so <laughs> yeah. many people have beer or wine with oh, lunch yeah. in the middle of a shoot day. Oh, yeah. Like since then, now that I've grown up and I'm not little baby bitch, when we shot inventing Anna. And we shot in Morocco and we were with a foreign crew in Morocco. I mean, every day, oh. the hour lunch, everyone's having a glass or two of wine. Really? Like, oh, yeah. It was I love it. wonderful. Like, I was like, why does this seem so fun? So I was never drunk on Scandal. But I have to say, when we did the Broadway and Adam and I did Waitress, for some reason, when you do a musical, a lot of people take like a shot of whiskey Oh, or shit. something like before the show or in intermission to sort of like warm up their cords because yeah. whiskey makes your cords feel like really lubricated and super uh-huh. warm and um Ooh. and everyone's got whiskey in their room and you just like take a shot. What? And I'm not gonna lie. My character I played had so much heavy lifting in the first act. I've never done it for the first act, but the second act, Dawn is really not around that much. And so I remember there were a couple of the hundred million shows we did where the second act, I was like a little bit, um, Uh, in no way, shape, form. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just had like a light buzz. Yeah. And it was a blast. And I thought I was the greatest actor ever. Of course. Yeah, I did a movie with Maria Conchita Alonso. Uh And she, while we were downtime, while they were setting up, she would go around with tequila shots and make us do tequila shots. So I did do that a couple of times, but I just did like one or two, but I was like, okay. Did you feel like you were the best actor ever? Yeah, totally. That's sort of the weird thing about it. You lose your inhibitions, but I also didn't do that much where I was like super like buzz. But she was no joke. She would literally go around and give us all tequila shots. I was like, what's happening? But it was Maria Conchita Alonso. I had to do it. I couldn't say no. (laughs) Non-negotiable. Like, are you joking? Of course you have to do that. But Scandal... God, everyone was such goody two shoes. Like you would oh, never, no. ever, ever. Mm-hmm. But you never, and you're such a stoner. I always love that you were so like, <laughs> you're just very disciplined. You're really good at yeah. your own boundaries because yeah. I would be like, yeah. <laughs> um, this fucking episode. Right. I just rewatched and had to, I closed my eyes for a lot of it. Because I, I cannot handle what they're doing to you. I cannot. Uh, I, oh, my this God. Is horrific. Ugh. It's not okay. <laughs> like, I can't believe this episode exists. Can you exists. believe that shit? I don't even care about what happens in the rest of this episode. I mean, I do, <laughs> but I just want to hear about your experience in shooting this Ugh. because it is a fucking nightmare. Like, I I can't watch it. It's, yeah. I don't know if it's because I love you so much as a friend or I love Huck yeah, so much as a character, but watch. it's really hard to watch. Yeah. And we're talking about episode 210, One for the Dog, which aired on January 10th, 2013. It was written by... Heather Mitchell, and it was directed by Steve Robin. It was guest starring Susie Porfar as Becky Flynn, Brian Lesher as Tom, Wendy Davis as Kimberly Mitchell, Stoney Westmoreland as Hal Rimbaud, Kavita Patil as President's Doctor. Wow, she was great. And who else, G? And Sam McMurray as the U.S. Attorney, Pat Wexler, Joe Holt as the Secretary of Defense, Virginia Louise Smith as Secretary of State, Troy Vincent as NSA type, Sonia Rockwell as Trixie, Jay Jackson as a male reporter, and James McDonald as interrogator. 
Okay, let's do the synopsis very, very quickly because yes. I, I, I like this is the most violent. I can't. Okay, synopsis. After Verna Thornton expresses her concerns about Hollis Doyle, Olivia and the team get to work trying to uncover Hollis's involvement in the assassination attempt. But when the word miraculously comes that Fitz is awake and ready to reclaim the presidency, Olivia learns that they're in much deeper trouble than they scramble to cover up Melly's fraud. Meanwhile, David Rosen sees the dark side of the government as they torture Huck under the Patriot Act. When Huck talks, he warns David that Becky isn't done yet. Not until the president is dead. Things come to a head when Olivia convinces Sally to let Huck out if they can promise to turn in the real assassin. Yo. Some crazy shit. I cannot shit. watch this fucking episode. I cannot. Have you ever been tortured before Yo. in any show you've done? <laughs> um, I don't think so. But I remember we had to rehearse the waterboarding. I didn't know about waterboarding. I didn't really know what it was. I didn't understand it. And then we did a couple of rehearsals with Tom Verica. Which is weird. Oh, Tom was there because he was the producing director. Right. And our director, of course, Steve Robin. Um, right. And they just laid me on a plank and pulled me back and just were like, this is what it's going to be like. And they poured the water slowly over my face, like with a rag over my mouth and nose. When and you rehearsed it, would they say like, okay, now hold your breath? Or like, what? Or you're screaming. I, yeah. I mean, oh I, I think instinctually, you, you know, I just held my breath. But, you know, they did it very... Very sort of lightly and they they sort of, you know, got me used to it and they just kind of wanted me to to feel what was going to feel like when we shot it. But it was intense, man. You know, the, the, the craziest thing about shooting that stuff was that I had to be naked. But they, you know, as actors, when you're naked in a scene, they usually give you a little cover up. Banana thing for hammock. You. Yeah, the nana. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. I I cannot. Here's why. Why is if someone's tortured under the Patriot Act, why do they have to be naked? Is that even like a thing? Right. I like, don't. Why? I don't fucking Who know. To fuck humiliate knows? them, it's also you know oh, it's it's oh, mental yeah. torture too. Oh but um, an interesting fact: the guy that's that's sort of the head. The inter- he's the interrogator in that scene. He's wearing oh, a he's black so t-shirt. Fucking horrible. Head. I wanted to fucking. Kill yeah. him dead twenty thousand times. <laughs> yes. Over. Now Katie is a Sex in the City fan. I he am. was in a in a Sex in the City episode. Which one? It was when they go to LA and Samantha yes. goes to like a sex shop, yes. like show or whatever, and this guy yes. has like a a dildo that he's selling. It's a cast of his penis. Yes. And That's Samantha then Samantha sleeps with him and then he's like, I'm a poet too, and he wants to keep reciting poetry to her, and she's like, I just want you to fuck me. Yeah. But he <laughs> but he he has like a penis in a box that he you know, they sell at the I sex shops. I completely remember this. That's and that's him. the guy. That's the guy. Well, His name is James McDonald. Yeah. He's pretty hot. He is hot. He is hot. Like, but I he's also he was pretty hot. Yeah. But also another fun fact that I found is that he is related to the twenty-third US president, President Benjamin Harrison. Get the fuck out of here. Isn't that crazy? There are two things that are crazy about this that he's related <laughs> to Benjamin Harrison. And the second thing is that I don't think I ever knew that we had a president named benjamin harrison i didn't either he served one term from 1889 to 1893 he was a republican and grover cleveland preceded him Uh and succeeded him as well he uh, oh so no one gave a fuck about this dude really yeah he did one term and he was out but how interesting that grover cleveland preceded him so he was the president before and then and then he was the president after he was the only president in u.s history who's ever done that a two-term president but not consecutively exactly yeah oh my crazy shit and related to 
dick fucking, mold guy to dick mold guy james and torturer yeah. james yeah. mcdonald <laughs> take me to the night before the waterboarding scene are you up all night you can't sleep you're terrified or are you excited because you love horror movies and this is your shit or are you just like feeling like i can't wait to fucking do this or are you just like i don't want to do this yeah you know what it seems like this katie i feel more not nervous and more not anxious at all because the, in the scene I have to be so traumatized and anxious and scared and, you know, all those emotions that I don't stress about it. I get more anxious and nervous about scenes where I have to, you know, say a bunch of words and be very, you know, proper and at OPA right. or whatever. Right. That stuff makes me more nervous than a scene like this because I'm just, what? you know what I mean? Because I know when I get there, if I feel anxious, I'm like, oh, just you're use this shit for the out. scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're going to so scream and you're going to yeah. flip out. and. Yeah. I was more what? excited about doing it. Than anything. You were so outstanding in this episode. And I really, oh, thanks, I couldn't watch it. Like, I just was so, it's so violent to watch someone be tortured. First of all, it's, yeah. it's absolutely fucking horrifying because yeah. the person can't fight back. And it, and the fact, <sighs> like, I was thinking the fact that they actually do this, like our government does this shit. Oh I mean, God. other governments as well, of course. Oh, yeah. Do that and even shadier shit. But the fact that shit like this happens goes down. And because it's, you're in the Pentagon, it you know, <sighs> all it, there are no rules. Like, That's they can the do whatever the fuck Molina's they want. That's the shit that Josh character comes yes. out. He's like, this is U.S. soil. And yes. the guy's like, ah, yes. no, it fucking ain't. <clears throat> this is the bowels of the fucking Pentagon. There yeah. are no citizens here. There are no human rights. Like, yes. we don't give a shit. Like, we yeah. are figuring out who shot the president. Yo, and around this time, Katie, I don't know if you remember, there's a <sighs> photo of me getting waterboarded. Like, when they sit me up and I'm saying, I'll talk, I'll talk. from yeah. A photo yeah. was released on the internet by TMZ what? What? of me what? saying that I went crazy on set and murdered Joe Morton. Do you remember this? No. What yes. the fuck are you talking about? Yes. It was it was all it was on Twitter. They released it Katie for like before two the minutes. episode came out? It was during the time. I don't know if it was before or like right after, but they used that photo of me getting interrogated and TMZ, who is a, you know, a huge, reputable, like. Yes. Huge celebrity. They're sort of tabloidy, but they're they're legit, if you will. Yeah, of course. How crazy is that? Are you fucking out of your mind? You could Did still you kind see of Google it. And go it. tell somebody? Like, no, because I somebody told me about it and it popped up on Twitter and I saw it. And then next thing I knew it was gone. I think TMZ realized, oh shit, we fucked up. At first, I think they thought. Is this real? And they just released it and they didn't do their due diligence and make sure that it was real. It was the weirdest shit. Fuck you, TMZ. Um, at the same, <laughs> let it be known to you listeners that we are our professional researchers, producers and geniuses behind the Scandal Rewatch podcast have done a deep dive. And the photo and the evidence no longer even exists that has the picture of you being waterboarded saying that you killed Joe Morton. Thank That's God. That's pretty good. Good That's Lord. pretty good. Well, maybe, you know what? TMZ probably has something to like sweep Right? You know, to sweep shit. Yeah, right? To sweep They'd the internet if they, like, fuck up. Which, by the way, I had to sweep the internet of all my personal stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, because somebody was calling what? my voicemail and jerking off into it, Guillermo. No. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, was he talking? Were they talking? Yes. <gasps> yes. And Were they calling breathing? you Quinn? Nope, Katie. It, it's been, <laughs> it was recent. It was, oh, like, right shit, after Katie. and How We Roll episode aired. 
And an unknown number started ringing and I quickly picked up because I was like, it's definitely my mother. Although my mother never has an unknown number. It's just like whenever I'm in something, the minute it's done airing East Coast (laughs) time, the first and only person to call is my mother. Is your mom. So I pick up and it's like, (sighs) (sighs) shitty, your fucking ass, like this, that and the other thing, talking about my butt, talking about my body, talking about me and like getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And I got scared and I quickly hung up. And then they called again and I picked up and it was the guy again. And then I hung up what? and I didn't know what to do. And then he called again and I hand the phone to Adam. And Adam picks up and he's like, who the fuck is this? You know, da 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 leave my wife alone, blah, 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 blah. And then I get a million mi- missed calls from that number. And then a million voice oh my mails God. left <gasps> with the person finishing and all of that. And Adam what? is being like so old school traditional. It was actually kind of cute. He's like, you're not you're not listening to this. This is absolute. This is disgusting. You're not listening to <laughs> this. And he's like, this. I got to listen to it one more time <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> but I hired like professional companies that go over the internet and erase like my phone number was googleable oh shit then it started this whole barrage of like very weird phone calls anyway i have a new number people if you're trying to find me good luck it was great (laughs) we will be back with more after the break escape to summer with victoria's secret Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode, besides you being held in the Pentagon under the Patriot Act, we also have that Fitz is still unconscious in Mm. the hospital. And Melly has gone ahead and forged his signature, which she claims she's been forging and can do perfectly since he was governor. And everyone thinks that he's awake and fully functioning. And Olivia and Cyrus and Melly are doing all that they can to sort of keep up the facade that he's awake and fine. And they're, you know, 
And the the president becomes our client while you're getting the shit kicked out. Yes, yes, Olivia comes in and says, we have a new client. And the client that we're working on is trying to throw the press off that, like, he is alive. He's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I love when Olivia gets word that Fitz is alive. Um, That scene where she goes to the hospital and she's wearing those fucking white gloves that literally go up to her biceps. My God. And she's fucking. Uh, she's like, he's just, awake. He's yeah, awake. He's awake. And she's like, sort of oh, smiley, and she can't wait cool to scene. see him. And she's in a t. She's in a really a beautiful cashmere t-shirt yes. sweater, and yes. she takes off these long gloves. And then she goes in, and she's yeah. like, Fitz, Fitz. And she's like, This motherfucker's not awake. She's like, This what motherfucker did you was do? never fucking awake. Yeah. What did you do? Dude. But those gloves are Dorothy Gaspar. Gloves. That's the, the designer. I fucking talk about a deep dive. I went looking for that shit. Oh and my I found god, it. Guillermo Diaz, yeah. you're a dreamboat. And I and it also had this whole uh, write up thing where Lynn Paolo was interviewed about those gloves and that scene, and she said that mm-hmm. Carrie and her at first were sort of hesitant. Like you know, this is such an intense scene. She's going to see Fitz in the hospital. She thinks he's awake for the first time. Would yeah. she be wearing these long? you know, fashionable, luxurious gloves. And they were like, yep, it's Olivia Pope. She always has like that fashion sense. She always looks good. Always. Like she would Even totally wear Edison them is no like, matter what. Yeah. That stuck out to me in this episode too. When Edison is like, you haven't been home in two days. I'm like, she looks this great. She, and her yeah. outfits are so put together when she hasn't been home or brushed her teeth or taken <laughs> yes. a shower. Like what I the would fuck? be haggard. Oh I'm haggard right God. now. Yeah. So fucking haggard. <laughs> um, Sally knows that they're lying. It's so fun to see um, Kate Burton in the Oval Office acting as the president yes. in the interim. You know, like yes. she's moved around photographs. She's put yeah. in her own personal shit. Yeah, she you moved know. Fitz's dusty old ship, as she calls it. Yeah, Got, that's put right. Put that shit aside. That's right. And Melly's all like, "Um, that was a present from Bush Senior, but, but okay. But whatever. It's okay. We'll be back soon enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just think this episode, it's so fucking chock full. We have James, who has quit being a reporter because he's sitting patiently waiting for a baby. Yes. Which Cyrus is sort of hanging over his head, you know? Like, they they mm-hmm. have a back and forth, like a carrot rabbit scenes where you know james is like i'm gonna publish that the president isn't really awake and jeff is like well then you're not getting your fucking baby yeah your fucking baby your fat baby yes um what other things stuck out to you in this app oh then the david rosen when he goes and tells olivia about huck she's like they're torturing the fuck out of him but he did speak and he did say something. He said the person that shot Fitz is not done if the president is still alive. Oh, wait. Did you shoot all that torturing thing in one day? Yeah, we shot all that stuff in one day. Yeah. but the So the waterboarding, getting your – because it, it kind of accelerates. They go from like – they start the episode where they're waterboarding you. Yeah. And then it moves into like they're punching the Beating shit out up. of you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beating you up. And then they even like turn you on your side and they're like scalpeling you. Yeah. Jesus. And like kicking him, right? They're like kicking the shit out of him. And oh my! How did, did was yeah. there someone there blocking that? Like, was that all fight shit? Yeah, I mean, our 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 stunt coordinator was there. What I learned from Scandal is that I don't like action. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I like playing a badass. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but you just don't when like I listen all to the these action. interviews of like I just listened to Emily Blunt on Smartless or something, and she's like. 
you know, how much she loved like training and doing some big thing with Tom Cruise and all that. Fuck I'm like, bitch, no, shit. I want to do Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. I want to walk and talk. I want a West Wing big ass fucking monologue <laughs> where I'm walking and I'm talking very fast or I'm sitting and I'm drinking a tea or <laughs> tea. I'm falling to my knees and I'm crying or something like that. Like, that's yes. all fine. I don't yes. want to be doing this. Um, uh. OK, wait. What else is happening in this episode? Um, David Rosen is very much on your side. And I feel like this whole episode, he's like, God, Josh Molina, what a dick. He's really good. He is really good. <laughs> he's really good. And he's the only person that's like, this is not OK. Yeah. What we're doing to this person. And yeah. so he sort of really makes it his mission in this episode to go to Olivia and figure out how to get Huck out of there. And my God, Guillermo. So you shot the torturing all in one day. And then when they finally let you out mm. and they just threw me out of the car th in that in the threw street, you out on the yeah. side of a street. And yeah. Olivia goes to sort of maybe put her arm around you and you yeah. just shy and away I like flinch. a dog that's been like, yeah, kick the shit out of uh, one too many times and can't receive any touch from another yeah. human whatsoever. Oh, it's got God. that PTSD from that shit. Yeah, I love that scene. I love that scene. <sighs> But also, I was like, how the fuck? Like, I'm so, like, I'm a little guy. I'm, like, skinny in this episode. I'm little. I'm like, I would have talked from the first <laughs> slap across my face. I would have been like, I did it. I don't know who did it. Like, what the fuck? Like, Huck is a little guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this yeah, motherfucker endured that shit. it's not about your body. It's about yeah. your mental capacity. Your and yes, yes, yes. They, what you can take. Yep. And when Sally Langston finally decides to let huck out because yeah. all the motherfuckers who are being the shit out of you get yeah. called in with Olivia Pope thanks mm -hmm. to Josh Molina's thanks to David Rosen into the Oval Office and they're like this guy's not talking here's an entire pamphlet on why yes. this dude is the way this dude is and she gets to like two pages where yeah they're like read page four and five yeah and yes, she's like and Kate Burton's entire face changes yes. what do you think she read on them about huck that was such a great moment for her as an actor because her face completely changes and it makes you think, what the fuck did she just read, right? Well, all I can think of was like, oh, my God, you murdered the most wanted or the most yeah. high profile political terrorist, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think was on those pages? Oh, same. I got super morbid. I was like, she did she read like that he skinned? Somebody oh. like somebody like a really bad sort of oh, you know like like the worst way to torture from somewhere like and he, yeah like the worst or, or yeah or cause them to have like a heart attack just by like talking to them or do, oh. doing some crazy shit to them. I don't know. I just went to a real real <laughs> the well, complete you. you know to the dark side. Yeah, like Saw Five or whatever. Yes, um, yes, yes, I would yes. Never watch. So she says to let you out, and then we have yeah. that moment where Olivia picks you up on the side of the street. But you're you're on a mission. You're like, we don't have oh, time. Yeah. We don't have time because I'm the only person that knows that if the fucking yeah. president is not dead yet, that yeah. Becky's not done. Yeah, and he, he knows at this point, Huck knows that Becky is one of him. Right. They're the same. You know, they've come from the same world. He knows what she's capable of, and she's not going to stop. Yeah. Right. And so they do this whole ploy of they're like, we're going to move the body to Camp David. And Olivia's, oh, yeah. yeah, they're going to move the body to Camp David and Sally and everyone's like, they're fucking moving the body to Camp David because this is all still bullshit. He's not awake. Yeah. How long can they keep this rue going or whatever the hell? Yeah. At, the, at the meantime, 
oh my God, I love this scene. We haven't talked about it. And then we'll get back to Which the Camp one? David and the ending. But when Edison shows up at the hospital oh, yeah. and gets in Olivia's face and is like, yeah. if you're fucking lying to me, this is treason. You will be held in court. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, fuck no. She gets so angry. Yeah. Olivia is like, goodbye. Edison, yeah. and you see that she's like literally she's choosing a dead Fitz yeah. who yeah. won't even speak <laughs> over Sen- Senator Puddenpot. She's she, she's choosing vegetable Fitz over uh, Senator Puddenpop. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> I feel so bad for Norm Lewis's run in this show. <laughs> I just do. I mean, look, anyone who got cast to oppose the Olitz relationship oh, is yeah, is fucked. done for. Fucked. Yeah. You're is screwed done before for. you even walk on. Yeah. But well, then, you could also you could feel Olivia's energy around him, and she's just not into him. You could feel it. The audience feels it. She's feeling it. Like nobody no. wants them to be together. No, you know what I mean. No, I love that it, scene earlier in the episode where he's like, "You ha- at least say hello to me." When she's like, "What did you find out about you know about Huck or whatever?" And he's, he's like, like, "At least say morning. hello and give How me was a your kiss." Day? Yeah, yeah. And then towards the end of that scene, she's like, "Okay, fine. Let's make let's have sex." And they start me. I was like, "Oh, they're gonna fuck real." She's like, "All right, I'm gonna give you a, a mercy fuck real quick, so you can <laughs> shut up." But she's so not into him. She does so does not want him. This is sort of their ending. I mean, I feel like through yeah yeah, yeah. like that's their breakup. He's like, yeah. "If you don't come clean to me," and she's like, "Goodbye." Mm-hmm. Edison. Yeah. And he knows she's lying and she yeah. knows that she's not going to give up the information yeah. and it's just over. I wonder how many more episodes he did after this. I mean, I guess. Well, we'll, we'll find out. We'll because find we're out. Doing more scandal rewatch podcasts and we'll see we're what the hell happens. As we unpack this toolbox. That's we'll right. We'll find out. Um, so you're on. So we set this whole fake thing up that the body's going to move to Camp David. And also. Abby and them have found a burner phone in Hollis's desk with only one number that's been called repeatedly, and it's Becky's right. it's burner Becky's phone. It's Becky's number, yeah. And so Becky goes to the roof, which has perfect access to be able to sniper shoot the body and finish the deal as he's yes. being carted and moved to Camp David. But what happens, James? And, and Huck scopes it out. He's you know you see, you see a shot of him looking around. He's like, all right, that's the spot where she's going to go and. Yeah. And and shoot and finish fits off. And then there's that scene with Huck and Olivia where they're standing side by side and she gives him that number, that Becky number. Yep. And so, you know, a couple of moments happen and then he's up on the roof. We see Becky up on the roof getting her rifle ready and he calls her on that burner phone. Ding, 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 ding. And she picks and that like, shit up. Yeah. And he's like, hi, Becky. And she turns around. Oh, it's such a cool moment. She's and he's got the had. yes, and he's got the gun pointed at her. Uh, and she's like, "If I take out my gun, you're gonna put four bullets in me, aren't you?" And he said, five, one for the dog," which is the <sighs> the title of this episode. Because in the previous episode, oh my God, Becky, that's right. One, yes. I'm a fucking idiot. One for <laughs> Be- the dog, but you're talking about the whole family and the dog that yes, she shot. That yes, was your in the previous episode. Yeah, Becky These kills the whole family. These writers are so fucking smart. I know, I know. But one for the dog, and everybody can relate to that, you know. Because you sure. fuck, like, people have such, you know, they're like your family, your fucking pets. Yes. Anyway, so he fucking tells her one for the dog. And then the fucking, the SWAT team swarms them and takes them both down. And I thought, why are they taking Huck down? Didn't they know he was there to like save the day and 
and find the person that actually shot Fitz? Like, what the fuck is happening? Well, Poor I Hawk. guess they threw him it, down. I know, but it's like you're not out of custody until right, right, right. the deal was that Olivia mm. and you had to deliver. That's right. The assassin. So I guess that's until right, they right. knew for sure that Becky was Becky yes. and all of that. They weren't going to take any chances. But so yes. you get flung on the ground, handcuffed, arms yeah. behind your back. So does Becky. And it's a really fucking yes. cool shot where yeah. you're like head to head, but your bodies yes. are on opposite yeah. sides. Yes. And she's like, Kate, that's my real name. And Huck is Kate. like, what? And then you're and she's like, what's yours? And he's like, does it matter? Which is in the previous episode, Huck asks her her name after they have sex. And she says, does it matter? Yeah. And he sort of, you know, he clocks that as a bit of a red flag where he's like, oh, She's not telling she her real really name. She doesn't really care about you. She's up you. to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like she's not really investing in this exactly. relationship. So he she's gives not it back to her here. Yeah, yeah, in this and moment. And so you sort of get Ugh. yours and you get even in this moment. And yes. they have Becky and Sally Langston is able to make her big, you know, thing out on, you know, out. She, she does a huge speech from the Oval Office to the American yes. people saying that the assassin has been caught and then at the same time they release you to Olivia Pope's custody and mm. you get brought back into OPA where we're all fucking eating Chinese food which by the way <laughs> what the fuck is Quinn doing like I can't did you see me at the beginning of this scene I'm just <laughs> scarfing Chinese you food you are <laughs> We were probably so hungry and excited no, to eat. you're not in it yet. You're, oh, okay. You haven't been dropped off yet. Right, right, right. We're but watching this the address that Sally Langston yes. is giving to the American people that and the Abby killer there, has been and Harrison, And yes. everyone's yeah. ripped Olivia, to the yeah. screen. And Olivia, what are you doing? Are you Harrison, eating? I'm just fucking face planted <laughs> into the Chinese takeout <laughs> container. And I'm just fucking eating. And I'm like, wow, Quinn really like eats her problems. And then I'm like... Why did they use a take? Because you knew there were other takes in there where I was also looking at of the fucking course. television. I think about that shit all the time. But you know what? The camera move was like super slick and it was perfect. And that's Something why they chose that take. Where it looks oh, like Quinn is just a fucking idiot. The face planted in the food. But also, Katie, remember, we'd have moments where we'd have <laughs> scenes like that where we were all together where we couldn't stop laughing. So oh, I yeah. wonder oh. if you had your face down oh, because you just not could not. To make eye contact yes, with people. Yes, exactly. And you were just like, yeah. I'm going to keep my shit down because yeah. I don't want to lose it. That's so funny. We used to have to do so many scenes where we would literally have to look down and avoid eye contact with yes. each other because oh, the giggles yeah. were so bad and the crew was going to kill us. Oh, uh, it was the worst. So we're we eating, even eating Chinese each other. food. I feel like I was eating a fucking lo mein, which is just delicious. Ooh, who doesn't Ooh, love a lo mein? Who doesn't love a fucking lo mein? <sighs> and you get dropped off and mm-hmm. and and it's you're so battered. Your face is so yeah. fucked up. And it's the first time that the whole OPA has seen you and you come and you take off your jacket and it seems like so painful because yeah. your body's so fucked up. And you sit down. And Quinn is like, Welcome home. Oh, I love that. He gives her a look like it's just such a such a deadpan look. Not even a thank you or whatever. He's just like, yeah, bitch, I'm hurting. (laughs) Quinn's just like, welcome home. Like, what else are you supposed to say in this like right completely insane? And it's so lovely. And again, I feel like it just did such a good job of like satisfying that thing of like the OPA Mm -hmm. people like as weird and as fucked up as their jobs are or their individual lives. Like when they come together at that conference table, they're just such a family. Yeah. You know that conference table. I've told you. I don't know if I've told you on this podcast, but that conference table is in Shondaland offices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so great. Thank God. We'll be right back, guys. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And the episode ends, Olivia's sitting on the couch in her office and Quinn comes in. I hate my outfit. (laughs) You had that tight ass fucking calf length pencil skirt. Why did she tailor them above my knee? And I always wish they were over my knee. I feel like that would have looked more flattering, but Lynn Palo's the professional and she Right, right, right. And then I'm wearing this pink button down that's like. Dress shirt, yeah. And tucked into the pencil skirt. My God. (laughs) If I had to slam my body into something like that these days, I would just say no. I would just say no. Oh, my God. I thought you looked great. I thought you looked good. Oh, God. But Quinn walks in and she's like, what the fuck, Olivia? Yeah, what the fuck? Talk to me. We know Hollis is the person who blew up Cytron. He killed my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Ruined my life. He ruined my life. And now we know that he hired Becky to kill the president and you're still doing nothing about it. I want answers. Why are you just sitting there? Yeah. What is going on? Give me answers. And she's like, you want to talk? Okay, come. Let's talk. And I sit down. I'm like, holy shit. She's going to talk. She's going to talk. And then it's like. (laughs) And she picks up the phone and Fitz says, hi. Hi. And she says. And she can't believe it because he's fucking awake. Yeah. Oh. He's awake. How many times was he shot in the head? Oh my God. I don't remember. Was it two or three? There's no fucking way a person survives that. Although, is it fucking possible to be shot in the head head. and survive? But you got to be real lucky to be shot in the head and still be able to live and, and have all your shit working correctly. Like, you got to be a lucky And then, like, bastard. have sex with Olivia Pope and a million other people in this right? series for the next seven seasons. <laughs> but how easy was this episode for Tony, huh? 
Like oh, that's a just... that was a dream. Like he just had to lay in the Have hospital bed. Have you ever bed. done that? I I think I had to do it. Remember, Huck was in the in the hospital bed. Oh yeah. I think I did a whole episode like that too. I think you did. I had to get. I had multiple times where I've had to act with you in a hospital bed. Coming to my memory right now, or where I've had to like right? get in the hospital bed and like yeah. hold you, or you were holding me, yes. or like something. I don't remember if that was a whole episode that I was in the hospital, or if it, or if it was the ending of that episode where I'm unhook is like underwater, you know, goes underwater with his car and then he has to get oh. out and all that shit. I've never done that. No. Ugh. I'd be afraid that I'd like fart in my sleep. <laughs> well, just, now that we've oh, talked a lot about that, you're a sleep farter. God damn it. Right. You would be There's in no trouble. Way. <laughs> Everybody would be in trouble. Do you, did you ever fall asleep in the hospital scenes that you shot in Scandal when you were in the hospital? No, I don't think so. I don't think I did. I don't remember falling asleep. Uh-uh. I'm a professional. Fitz got paid the big bucks for this episode because not only was he asleep, but in the whole episode, he only has one line one and it just happens line. to be one fucking word. Yes. And yes, it's yes. high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to shout out some of our uh, reporter guest stars. There's a bunch of them. And there's one that has oh, yeah. done, did a, I think he did a, a bunch of our scandal episodes. His name is Jay Jackson. He's the male reporter. Oh, he's uh, so good. Remember, he was at our final table read. Didn't, oh, remember? my God. He was there. I guess he had some lines in that episode and they brought him on. But I looked him up and he, it said he's played a news anchor or a reporter 28 times in his career. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. That guy must get a breakdown for a reporter from his agents and be oh, like, everyone yeah. should just go home. Talk about typecasting. I'm going to book book this shit. Meanwhile, I played 28 thugs and drug dealers and even more than that when I was. (laughs) I got typecast in a whole different way. I played 28 girl next doors. Girl next (laughs) doors. I mean, I think. Oh, no, no. I've played some. You know, the only things I've shown, my son has not seen like anything I've done. Yeah, he's still a little too young, right? He's too little, yeah. To we like were even going... engage or want to watch, he I bet, right? He doesn't get it. He's like, what yeah, do you yeah, do? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I make yeah. pretend for a living. It's fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know. But we were laughing, Adam and I, like a year ago, and I sh- and he saw a few minutes of my Ghost Whisperer guest star. Oh, yes. And, and he was scarred. He was. He, was like, he got upset. Why are you a bad guy? Why are you no. mean? <gasps> See, because I was saying I only play girl next door. That's not true. I love oh, fucking shit. playing a fucking psychopath. Like yeah. I played a ghost that was like a murderer that was like, ah, I'm coming for you. Like Hell creepy yeah. as fuck. And he saw it. And he was terrified. Aren't you it wet in that good. episode too? Aren't you wet, wet the whole episode? Because in Ghost Whisperer, for all you Ghost Whisperer fans out there, if you die in the episode, that's how your ghost exists the whole rest of the episode. Yeah. So my character drowned. So I was soaking wet for nine days. They would hose Ugh. me down before every scene and I would open my mouth and they rigged like a hose. That water would just come pouring out of my mouth before oh, I was able to start speaking. My God. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I loved just, it though. Oh yeah, it's fine. I I had to get hosed down like that too for that one episode where I'm fucking wet. Every morning they'd hose me down. No, oh, oh my yeah, god, that remember? scandal episode where yes. you were drowned. Oh my god, it's the worst. That. But also, so Jay Jackson, Katie was also a a news anchor on Inventing Anna. Oh my god, yeah. this guy. This Look motherfucker out. is doing Do it. Do not audition against mm-hmm. this guy if it's a Look news reporter y'all. because you're not getting it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, yo, let's get into our favorite tweet to tweet to tweet tweets of the time. We got tweets at a time, yo. Tweet 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 of the time. We got tweets at a time. Ooh, one trill being on January fourteenth of two thousand thirteen. Columbus short is so sexy. He Hell was yeah. really sexy in this episode. Oh my god, yeah. I miss him. And in this episode, when he's like, they have to get ho- the into Hollis Doyle's office to to see if there's a burner phone that Verna thinks she saw, oh, and so Col- good you know Harrison scene. has to do this sort of like smooth talking to Hollis Doyle's yeah. dumbass Texan blonde assistant, and he's so smooth as per usual. Also, oh my god, from this tweet, what? one of my favorite scenes of this episode is when Columbus, you know, we're sitting me Darby and. Harrison are sitting in the um in the conference room and we're all like he's like we can't mess with this. This is these are the things that go uh, bump, go in, the bump in the night. This is, yes. This is crazier than anything we've ever dealt with. Like yeah. we don't know where Huck is, we don't know about Hollis. We can't call this number. Like this is the real underground yeah. DC yeah. that none of us know. We can't the mess dark, with dark this. Shit. And the yeah. way that he delivers that little mini yeah. monologue as <sighs> per usual is just such He's it so really is. Cool. He's so good. He's so good. He's and so flipping cool. that phone. And then flipping that phone at the end. Oh, oh my I love God. It. He's so cool. Another tweet from Scorpo at Caught You Staring. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good handle. Caught You Staring. Mm-hmm. He says, Love can be your greatest weakness. Huck let love cloud his judgment. Hell yeah. You could say that again. We all know that. Was it love or was it his donk? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the, his donk first, and then he probably started to catch the feels. You know what I mean? So Which Hawk then really did love. have feelings for Becky and think that it could be a thing. Yeah, yeah. That's how I played it and how I felt it as a thespian. <laughs> um, okay, then we have, this is it. At Nonzi tweeted, it's official. I can't predict Shonda Rhimes' next move in Scandal. Yeah, what? no. Nobody could. Yeah. I've done it, I've shot it, and I've watched it multiple Hell times, yeah. and I still yes. can't predict when things are happening. Yeah. Um, Beverly Gooden says, still funny at Scandal, uh, Edison need to chill. Clearly he hasn't had a relevant woman before. Insecure. Oh, shit. They're getting <laughs> shady on his ass. I'm Senator the fans up. were not with Edison. They right. were not. The fans were not mm-hmm. with Edison. That girl, Philippa, at Philippa 90 have says, Ooh, Shonda Rhimes, stop selling me that good to be true kind of romance. Love me some scandal. Yep. And, and another one says, Columbus Short is sexy. I just wanted to say that again. He's so Columbus sexy. Short is sexy. <laughs> Columbus Short is sexy. Columbus Short is so fucking sexy. What is this huge ass photo of you that I know. Aaron PWV wrote? Bob Maluga Luga 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 hashtag Big Huck on campus at Heather RN Brooks. He's back. Hashtag scandal with a big picture of Hagrid Huck. So yeah. we don't know what the hell this means, but it's nope. literally a picture of Hagrid Huck and it just says Bob Maluga Luga Luga. <laughs> I do look kind of cute in that picture though. I think you look adorable. <laughs> Oh my god! I think again, abs- being homeless, Huck was the worst because I couldn't eat. That was the hardest part of being fucking homeless, Huck, because I had to have that beard on, glued oh. on my face all day, and that wig. And How I could not. How did you feel eat. about being oh. nudie for the torture scenes? Had you been on like some big ass cleanse for that? No, I think I had already. I had already. Oh. Remember, I stopped sort of eating uh, bread for a while, so I had gotten yeah. like super thin. So I, I was like, whatever. I was feeling good. I wasn't even. 
thinking about that shit. Next week's episode is called A Criminal, A Whore, An Idiot, and A Liar. Do you remember what the hell's that about? You know what? That's a line that Olivia says. She says it it to Edison. I think that's where she officially breaks up with him, (gasps) where she says, you have called me a criminal, a whore, a and a liar. It's over, I think. Let's yeah. see next week if yeah, Guillermo's yeah. right. Next week, y'all got to tune in. Guys got to tune in to make sure if Guillermo guessed right that that's who got that line in the app. Please listen to the scandal. Come listen. Podcast. If you feel depressed, down in the dumps, not feeling lucky. <laughs> like a psychopath, like a crazy person. Yeah, you got to come, come, come listen joy. to. Yeah. Come get your facts right. Mm-hmm. Get your life right. At the Scandal Rewatch podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you, gladiators. Tune in next week for the criminal whore liar and thing. a tramp or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll we'll figure out who said that and why. Yeah. Hear Come here listen first, again, folks. you guys. Come listen. We love you guys. Yeah. Peace. Peace out. Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review. Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher. Scandal is a production of ABC Signature, and you can follow along by rewatching Scandal on Hulu. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.